Hello and welcome to the Blues Guitar Show, Season 2, Episode 3. Just before we get started, the Blues Guitar Show is brought to you by Orphe's Firelock Series Acoustic Guitar Strings. They are my absolute favourite acoustic guitar strings. I haven't had to change them since we started Season 3. They still sound great, they still play great. Uh, if you want to try the Orphe Firelock Acoustic Series, head over to their Alibaba or head over to their website, orphe.com and check those out. We are also brought to you by Buzzsprout. If you want to start your own podcast, buzzsprout.com is 100% the way to go. Uh, they are the cheapest on the market, they're the most reliable, and they give you the best in the way of statistics. In this episode of the Blues Guitar Show, we're going to look at how to play a complete 12 bar on your own, on the solo acoustic guitar. That means you're going to be playing the chords, you're going to be playing the bass line, and you're going to be playing the top line melody. We're going to go through some different techniques you can use, uh, and we're going to work through one 12 bar passage in the key of E. So let's get started. Make sure that your guitar is in tune, and let's have a listen to the 12 bar turnaround. I'll play it one time fast and one time slower so you can get an idea of the sort of mechanics that are going on within this piece. Let's have a listen to it at a slightly slower pace and really pay attention to the melody and bass. stuff we can start to unpack from this. Um, as you may have heard, it's a very basic 12 bar turnaround in the key of E using E and E7, so the regular E chord and then your little finger on that D on the second string, fret 3, for the E7. We were using an A, A7 and then the A7 inversion. And we were using the B7. Now I'll just give you a rundown of the exact notations from top to bottom of those chords. So for the regular E, zero on the top string, two on the A string, two on the D string, one on the G string, and zero, zero. The E chord. Now all we need to do to change that to E7 is add on our little finger on the second string, fret three. So now we have zero, two, two, one, three, zero. For the A7, we're gonna start from the fifth string, so no, don't play the top string, start from the fifth string. Zero, two, 
zero, two, zero. That's our A7. And then the A7 inversion, start again from the fifth string, zero, two, 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 three. So we add on that G. And then for the B7, starting again on the fifth string, so don't need to play the top string, we're going to play two, one, two, zero, two, for the B7. So, a very simple 12 bar turnaround using those three chords. That I'm sure if you've listened to this podcast before, very familiar with those kind of chords. So, so some of the key to playing this style of blues is to imply the chords rather than to actually play them. See, here in the first example of that E chord, I actually don't strum the E chord uh, at all. But all the notes ringing together at the end gives us the implication of a strum chord. And that's kind of a cool trick. So let's just start by looking at that first chord, the implication of the first chord. So we're going to make the chord with your left hand, with your fretting hand. And then we're going to play the top string. Then we're going to play the fourth string, D string. Then I'm going to do a hammer-on on the third string from zero to one. And then just the bottom string open, the E. That's really common in a lot of blues music, we hear that. Now this is where we change it from the E to the E7. So we're going to go... And then we're going to play that D on the fret 3. And then end it with the bottom string E open. So... So that's our first implication of the E chord, and the E7. Let's look at the next chord that we're going to imply, which is the A7. For the A7 implication, we're not going to hold anything down this time with our hands. We're going to play the A string, and then on the bottom string, we're going to play 3, 2, 0. And then on the second string, fret 2, C sharp, and then bottom string open. So. Start to hear how the rhythm's fitting in here as well. No bass line yet. Let's try just those two chords. Sounding pretty good already. I mean, you could just leave it there. forth between those chords. This might take a little bit of practice, especially if you are finger-picking. I find this stuff easier finger-picking because I find with a pick it's much harder to keep those notes ringing. But if I'm finger-picking I can just raise my hand off the strings and they stay. So we've got E, E7 and A7, back to the E. 
But this time when we go back to the E, we know from our 12 bar form we have to play it for twice the amount of time. So what I'm doing is a little... So we're going to play the same first part. Then when we play the three, we're going to go down to two. So three, two, zero. Then we're going to play fret two on the D string, uh, on the G string. Then back to the hammer-on on the same G string, 0, 1. And then top E string, bottom E string. And then end with the D on fret 3. So that's a little bit confusing. Let's try that nice and slow. 3, 2, 0, 2, 0, 1. 6 string, 1st string. together so the first pattern with the E E7 the second pattern with the A7 and the third pattern the new longer pattern with the E E7 okay hopefully you have something that sounds pretty similar to that and this is this is blues stuff, so you can play with that as much as you want. Change around the note order. There's no kind of no kind of rules to this. It's just a way of implying chords without playing chords and adding a bit of melody to our 12-bar playing. For the B7 part, very simple. I'm just going to play the B and use the pattern that I think we did in the Delta Blues picking uh, episode, where I'm going to play the bass and then I'm going to play a triplet on the bottom strings. just go down the strings. So that's with the B7 chord pressed down, that nice pattern, then strings two, three, four. That's the complete section without the bass. So let's try just playing through that whole section, starting with the small E, the A7, the longer E, then we're going to do B7, A7, long E. So try and play along. One, two, three, four. some really nice melody 
And like I said, you can play around with that stuff, experiment with other notes that you find in those chords. It's a really cool way of adding some melody to your playing rather than just doing the same um, backing track 12 bar chords that you, we always tend to stick with. Now the next thing to do is to start adding in the bass line, the walking up and walking down bass lines. This is, we're going to use a couple of different shapes for this, both quite simple. So to start with, we're going to start with the E with no added bass notes. So. Okay, then we're going to add our first two bass notes. We're going to play G and G sharp on the top string, so three and four, counting up to that A. So. So then we've got G, G sharp, counting up to the A at the start of the A7 chord. And then we're going to go back down to the E, but instead of counting down, what we're going to do is we're going to do the same shape, but on the A string. So instead of doing G and G sharp, it's going to be C, C sharp. So let's try that. that's already starting to come together and actually sound quite a lot more rhythmical just because we're adding that bass. And then let's keep going with that. So then we're going to go back to the A. So before we go to the A, we play the G, G sharp. Okay, so now... Okay, so that's a cool first section we've got. After that, in the middle of the two bars of A7 that we're going to play, we're going to add in the C, C sharp. Okay, so that would be like this. And then one more time before we go back to that E. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh God, I'm so lost, let's just go through it again nice and slow and I'll call out whether I'm doing the E string or the A string. The E string, remember, is G, G sharp. The A string is C, C sharp. Okay, so let's start. E string. A string. E string. A string. Okay, so let's do that one more time, and if you need to make notes on this, it's worth making notes, because it sounds really cool when we get it all playing together. So. E string. A string. A 
and now we're ready to hit that B7. So for the B7, we're just going to walk up to it. So we're going to, on the A string, play 0, 1, and then 2. Okay, so we're going to go... And then similarly, when we're ready to finish the B7, we're going to walk back down, 2, 1, 0. Puts us in the right position to play the A. Let's go all together. So just that B7 part, count up. So there we have all of the bass line parts added in to our 12 bar using the implied chords and the melody. So let's go all the way through, see if we can hit all of those points. One, two, three, four. stuff and if you want to add at the end one of those turnaround pieces that we've looked at before the or the that would also work great that would sound like this Anything that works at the end there you can add into. If you want to do a minor pentatonic run down there. Any of that stuff will work really, really cool. So this is something that's really worth practicing and then seeing if you can apply to other 12 bar turnarounds. The next one that I would say is a logical step once you've figured out how to do this one completely would be the 12 bar in A. So you can use the A7, the D7, and the E7. And you can build, see if you can build some 12 bar melodies and bass parts around those implied chords. And it just really, really helps your ability to play this stuff solo. And it means that you can play a pretty simple song and then in between the parts where you're singing maybe, or if you're accompanying somebody, in between the parts where they're singing, you can come up with something that sounds really, really cool, full of melody and really rhythmical. So a slightly shorter than usual lesson today, but within this lesson, the techniques of being able to self-accompany rhythmically and melodically uh, just open you up to a whole world of cool possibilities that you guys can do to enhance your blues playing particularly, but to enhance any kind of music that you want to play really. Being able to 
separate the bass and the melody whilst keeping the implied chords is a really, really cool skill to work on and one that I think is worth spending a lot of time trying to master, especially if you're playing solo acoustic blues guitar stuff, then it's almost paramount that you're able to do that. Otherwise, you'll find yourself really limited in terms of what you'll be able to play on your own or as an accompaniment to somebody else. Okay, so that's it for Season 2, Episode 3. Um, we have actually, as of yesterday, hit over 500 downloads, which is awesome. Uh, that's spanning from America, Asia, Oceania, uh, Europe. Uh, no downloads in Africa so far, so if you know somebody in Africa, send this to them. I want to get at least one download in Africa. I think that would be cool. But uh, really great to see such a cool response. Um, I make absolutely no money from this stuff from these free lessons that I'm giving. So if you would do me the service of heading over to my website, www.benmartin-music.com, and then even when you get to the website, you can download more free stuff. You can download the free ebooks, uh, the finger picking exercises ebook, and the Travis picking, progressive Travis picking ebook. They're both up there free, for free. Uh, if you're interested in the Kung Fu guitar book or how to teach guitar if you're a teacher or if you're a student, that's great for it too. They're both available through my website and on Amazon. The Udemy course, the Acoustic Blues Guitar Basics, we've covered some of that stuff already in here. If you want to go more in-depth into that stuff, head over to udemy.com, search Acoustic Blues Guitar uh, Fundamentals, and you'll find that course. Uh, of course, you don't have to do any of this stuff. If you want to just keep downloading these and keep listening to them, then great. So I will put another one of these out, hopefully similar kind of time next week. Uh, that'll be episode four. So I'll see you guys there. Are you fully fretboard confident? Do you know where the notes are, how they connect and how they move up and down the strings? My latest book, The Triad Method, is all about using simple three note shapes to completely unlock the fretboard. This book is absolutely full of light bulb moments that are going to demystify the neck three notes at a time. I've compiled a huge number of diagrams, shapes and exercises based on over 10 years of teaching this stuff to make it as simple as possible. Download The Triad Method and see for yourself today. Link is in the description below.